So a bit of perfume real talk for you guys. I found what I thought was my signature scent when I was 12 years old and it was very of its time and it's the only thing that hasn't given me migraines for most of my life since because I guess I just built up a tolerance to it but I also don't really like the smell so I'm really glad that I discovered Fleur. Fleur is a fragrance company that's bringing the feeling back into fragrance. My favorite Fleur scent is called Greylock and I love it because it smells exactly like what it describes in its ingredients, which is sea salt, bergamot, birch leaf, silver vetiver, and pine resin. It's really refreshing, but honestly, all the Fleur fragrances are just as yum. So instead of testing a scent on a strip of paper or being ambushed by a bunch of salespeople in the department store, you get to know Fleur scents with pictures, with words, and even with music on their site. So it's like a really beautiful calming experience that you should definitely check out. If you like what you see and hear, odds are you'll like the smell. And then you get to try them on your own skin at your place. Each Fleur scent is created by world-class perfumers and inspired by real moments in your real life, not some kind of like silly far off idea about a celebrity or a clothing designer that you feel like you have to then live up to because all that matters is what you like their scents are also gender free and the best part is Fleur is completely transparent about what's in their products so there's no secrets no nasty ingredients and no bs what's not to love go to Fleur.com today and use the promo code self-service to get 20% off your custom Fleur sample set Pick three cents to try and get credit towards a full-size bottle of your favorite. That's promo code self-service at fleur.com to try free Fleur fragrances of your choice at 20% off. P-H-L-U-R.com. Self-service is your cosmic comfort zone. Comfort zone. An inner beauty school where self-care is celebrated, where getting real with emotions is a treat, and an interest in thoughtful, funny conversations, weird wellness, wellness. and astrology is unabashed. Unabashed. It's where being a little self-indulgent isn't just a shame-free act of love. It's a necessary launch pad into a life that's wholly ours. ours. In a world where we feel good about taking up space. Here, we serve our hearts. Our hearts, our hearts. We learn. We talk shit. Talk shit. Talk shit. We grow. And we tune the F up. Self-service. Hello there. Welcome back to Self-Service, the show where we learn about the spirit part of mind, body, and spirit, and a little bit of the other two as well, in the interest of better self-care and all-around evolution. I'm Jericho Mandiba, and thank you for listening. Today, we're going to learn about self-care and activism and how being spiritual isn't mutually exclusive from being political. I would argue it's actually an essential part of it, and I think our guests, both of them, would agree more than ever probably following the week that we've just had. So our first guest is Aditi Janija, and she's a pretty prolific activist and advocate and she's really passionate about self-care among other things she's the creator of the resistance manual which is a crowdsourced non-partisan online resource that popped up following the last election and helps people become more politically engaged basically 
in this like huge and diverse range of areas and policy issues. It's basically a Wikipedia for being politically engaged, so you should check it out. She's going to teach us how to be politically engaged while also looking out for number one, because as they say, you've got to fix your own oxygen mask before you can attend to others. Then our resident astrologer friend Jessica Lanyato is going to teach us all about how the spiritual is political from her perspective, because not only do astrologers believe that the sky reflects current events and yada yada, but they would also say that our participation is a reflection of ourselves, you know. So first, though, let's just do some breathing and get settled in. Even if you're on the move, see if this helps you get a little bit more present. So let's take a deep breath in through the nose and feel ourselves focusing and calming a little more. And then out through the mouth like you're blowing out a birthday candle. And with your exhale, settling in a little more deeply into your body and just wriggling off any tension. Now let's look at a tarot card for the week ahead and use it as a beacon of intention for the next few days and the energy that we might be encountering as we move into cancer season. So this week we've got the Six of Swords. Oh la la. This card is... I like this card because it's about leaving a shitty situation behind. It says that you're like actively moving through a kind of difficult time right now. And that's amazing. And better times are around the corner. And props to you for deciding that it was time and getting the hell out in one way or another. One thing to keep in mind, though, is that just because we move on from things, it doesn't mean that we're baggage free. So if you've been through something hurtful or something that messed with your ideas about yourself or about other people, your beliefs, then you shouldn't expect yourself to simply like just let all that go. It takes a lot more work to move through pain mentally and emotionally than it does geographically. And that's like more than okay because it's the movement that's important. So just stay patient and self-compassionate with how you feel and with what happens next. And if you do feel weighed down or like your baggage is getting unmanageable it's let's just like acknowledge that and know that it's worth seeking support for that but either way just trust the process because as hard as it may be it's actually a really good thing and things are looking up i hope that was helpful or resonant for you let me know and next is aditi Aditi Janija is the creator and host of the podcast Self-Care Sundays. Write that down because you should go and subscribe to them right now. And she's also a member of the nonprofit group Protect Democracy and the co-creator of the Epic Epic Resistance Manual Wiki. She's also a Long Path Fellow, a lawyer and a Forbes Under 30 game changer in the realm of law and policy. (laughs) So let's talk to her about self-care and activism. Hi, Aditi. Thank you so much for being here. You're so welcome. Thanks so much for having me. I'm so excited to talk to you. Most people are probably like familiar with your work from your past work with the Resistance Manual. In a nutshell, like how would you describe like the purpose and, and impact of that project? 
So the purpose of that project was really to create policy and process explainers around, you know, 15 different federal policy areas and state and state pages, but really trying to give people an avenue to connect, to share information that they know all in one place. Yeah. And obviously, like self-care and activism are inextricably linked. I'm wondering how you personally balance the two like how did you take care of yourself when you were working on the resistance manual and working for protect democracy now versus you know when you're at home like what kind of self-care practices do you partake in specifically in order to basically look after yourself when you're doing this kind of work so I think the relationship is a tricky one right that was actually why I started the podcast was that I knew that this was something that was important that I needed to learn how to do but I wasn't sure how to do it so I started the podcast with the from other people about how to do it Mm -hmm. and now you know specific practices i do meditation cooking at home trying to be really careful about setting boundaries sleeping enough things like that Mm, yeah and yeah you mentioned like the desire to learn about self-care as being one of the reasons that you started self-care sundays what i guess are like some of the things that you've learned most from your guests in the process of doing the show? I think the biggest things that I've learned is that self-care is not something that is commercial or can be bought. It's really about a state of mind and about your priorities. And it's something that you can do kind of regardless of your means or your situation. Mm-hmm. And it really starts with boundaries and self-love and believing that you are worthy of being prioritized. Mm-hmm. And what do you think about self-care is like so like you know the the work that you're doing on the podcast is really about the less spotlighted conversations that are happening in the mainstream around self-care like part of self-care for example is accountability like to ourselves and also to the communities of people that are so often left out of the kind of hashtag self-care conversations so I was just wondering what are your thoughts on that line between like celebrating and encouraging self-care for people that need it, which, you know, arguably is everyone, while at the same time, like not co-opting or not depoliticizing something that for the people that need it most is like so crucial to survival. Yeah, I mean, I think the, the, the Self-Care Sundays podcast that I host is very focused on women of color. We bring on really try to focus our attention, our guests are almost exclusively people who are part of marginalized communities. And so the way that we navigate that line is by really centering those who most need self-care and also by asking every guest in season one about privilege and self-care. And Mm -hmm. so we really make that a central part of the conversation, as well as talking Mm -hmm. about community care, because self-care does not happen in the absence of community. So regardless of how you're kind of situated um, socially, there's always this community aspect to it. So we try to kind of deal with all those different pieces. Mm -hmm. I know, uh, I think I read somewhere that you were inspired by people like Hannah Arendt in in university and same, that's pretty standard. (laughs) But I guess, what would you say about being politically engaged or, or just concerned with what's going on in the public sphere as a part of self-care or rather community care? Do you think that this is kind of like um, an obligation that exists in the same realm? I think that you can't be politically engaged without practicing self-care because you will burn out very quickly and you will start to become a liability to those who you're trying to help. So I think they really go hand in hand. Yeah. 
Well, I'd love to know a little bit more about some of the guests that you've had on the show, people that maybe our listeners on self-service haven't heard of, but should really go and listen to the episodes that they were featured on and learn more about their stories. Is there anyone in particular that stands out to you that really kind of like the conversation that you had really left a left an impact? Yeah, I recently had a guest on Carolina uh, Contreras, and she goes by Miss Rizos on Instagram and Facebook. And she's really started this whole movement for Afro Latina women around natural hair and self love, and talking to her about how that movement grew. And now she has a hair salon in the Dominican Republic. Really left mm-hmm. an impact on me as thinking about kind of how broad and how kind of foundational some of these conversations are and how core they are to our being. Mm-hmm. Yeah. AGT, there's so many conversations just like that, that I'd love for people to go and listen to. Where can people find more about you, your work and subscribe to the podcast? So Self Care Sundays has a website. It's selfcaresundayspodcast.com. But we are pretty much everywhere that podcasts are, iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify. And you can learn about me at my website, aditijaneja.me, which is A-D-I-T-I-J-U-N-E-J-A. Or you can follow me on Twitter at aditijaneja3, A-D-I-T-I-J-U-N-E-J-A-3. Amazing. Thank you so much. Thank you. So if you listen to the show regularly, you'll know that I have a quip and so does my partner and mine is silver and theirs is, no, mine is gold and theirs is silver. They're both really cute and they're stuck up on the wall together because quip comes with this stick and function, but that's by the by. They're a toothbrush brand and they're really different from any other toothbrush that you've ever tried. They're electrical, but they're a fraction of the cost of bulkier electric toothbrushes and they pack just the right amount of vibrations to help clean your teeth. So they remind you when you have to switch sides with these guiding pulses and it's a really fun experience, kind of like a massage in your mouth. So they're a subscription plan as well. So they keep your health in mind, not just convenience. That means they deliver new brush heads on a dentist recommended schedule, which is every three months for just $5, including free shipping worldwide. They're also backed by a network of over 20,000 dentists and hygienists, not to mention hundreds and thousands of happy brushes using Quip every day, like moi. And finally, they were on Oprah's earliest named Time's Best Inventions, and they're the first subscription electric toothbrush accepted by the American Dental Association. Quip starts at $25, and if you go to getquip.com slash self-service right now, you'll get your first refill pack free with a Quip electric toothbrush. That's your first refill pack free at getquip.com slash self-service, spelled G-E-T-Q-U-I-P dot com slash self-service. Today's episode of Self-Service is also brought to you by Skillshare. Skillshare is an online learning platform with over 20,000 classes in business design, technology, and more. You can take classes in social media marketing, data science, mobile photography, creative writing, you name it, they literally have it. They probably have a handful of courses about it. I really like Skillshare because not only is it incredibly affordable, but the teachers are people that are like out there in the world mastering things but they're just like you and me so it feels really accessible and really comfortable and everybody there are people that just want to learn new things for whatever reason and that feels really nice they've got classes like 
Introduction to Reiki, which I did and loved. They even have one called Simple Stretches for Stress Reduction that I really got a lot out of. And now I stretch like six times a day, (laughs) which is going really well. Thanks for asking. So join the millions of students already learning on Skillshare today with a special offer just for my listeners. Get two months of Skillshare for just 99 cents. That's right. Skillshare is offering self-service listeners two months of unlimited access to over 20,000 classes for just 99 cents. To sign up, go to Skillshare.com slash self-service. Again, go to Skillshare.com slash self-service to start your two months now. That's Skillshare.com slash self-service. Next, Jessica Lanyato is back with our weekly horoscope forecast for you. Yay! And she's also going to give us a quick lesson in what the stars say about activism and such. Thanks, Jericho. And hey, everybody, welcome to another week in your astrology corner with me, Jessica Lanyato. Okay, we're going to talk about so much because there's so much happening astrologically this week. But let me start off by talking about something that I'm really passionate about, which is why the political is spiritual. The thing about astrology that is so fascinating is it doesn't just reflect your nature. So there's your birth chart and it talks about who you are and how you are, right? But it also reflects the culture around you and current events and also events that were happening in the past because your birth chart is a snapshot of what was happening, not just in your parents' life and in your life when you were born, but also in the culture at large. The movement of all of the planets, but especially those slower moving planets, that's Jupiter, Saturn, um, Uranus, Neptune, and Pluto, they reflect the culture at large. Now, in other words, what I'm saying to you is there is not a separation between astrology and politics or culture. One reflects the other. That's just how it is. When we participate in the world by ignoring it, when we participate in the world by showing up in ways that reflect the values of our parents or our friends, but not our own values, that is reflected in the chart. It is a reflection of soul. And so how we participate is a really important part of what the world around us is and becomes. And so as we live in these really intense times, it's reflected in the astrology of the times. And it is a call to arms in a way. And I use the word arms, not meaning like fighting arms. I mean, from an energetic perspective, arms are an extension of the heart and the heart chakra. It's a call to showing up with your full heart and participating in a way that reflects what you believe in. Self-care is meant to be something that we do to empower us to participate in the world around us and to do our best, not as a way to kind of hide from the world and disengage. And sometimes that's what's important to do. And sometimes that's the only thing to do, but not all times. So use the tools that you have for caring for yourself and then extend them to the people around you, whether that's just your family and your friends, your community, your social network, whatever it is. Okay, now to your horoscope. On the 25th, we have a Venus square to Jupiter. This transit is really important because it makes us want love, but it makes us a little indiscriminate about how and where we get it. So 
enjoy this transit, but rein it in and be careful about spending your money because you may want to spend it everywhere. On the 26th, Mars goes retrograde in Aquarius. And there's a lot to say about this, but on the quick, I will tell you that when Mars is retrograde, it kind of depletes our vitality. So this is not always a great time to initiate things or to start projects. Now, if you have to do that, go for it, but be mindful and make sure you check in every step of the way, just like you would during a Mercury retrograde. Retrogrades in general are a great time to review and reflect. And Mars governs fornicating and fighting and forward motion. So reflect and review those parts of your life. The 27th brings us some big energy as we have a full moon in Capricorn and a sun opposition to Saturn. That means that the moon is conjunct Saturn for the full moon, which is heavy. So this is an opportunity for us to really confront an unpleasant and difficult truth, okay? I'm gonna give you a little bit more homework about this in a second, but first I'll tell you about what happens on the 30th, which is Mercury is squaring Uranus. And this can be kind of an upsetting time where news is revealed, it's a terrible time for gossiping, but the good news of this transit happening right after the full moon and that Sun-Saturn opposition is it can help you to change, to make use of whatever it is that you learn through that full moon on the 27th. So your homework for this week, especially around that full moon, is to look at what you're holding on to that you know in your heart of hearts needs to go. Be honest with yourself. This week, but especially around that full moon, we are meant to face facts and to do the work of confronting reality. Don't make assumptions about what things mean, even if they're unpleasant or difficult. So a pro tip for dealing with reality, capital R reality, is that fear of failure and a fear of doing the wrong thing is only helpful when it's instructing you. So take stock of your fears. If they aren't keeping you safe and if they aren't improving your wellness, own that because that means that they're limiting you. You don't want to expect the worst because when we expect the worst, we're almost inviting it. We're seeking it. So this is a time where you can make really meaningful headway with your relationship to your goals, to your sex life, to your ego, to your projects, and even to your sense of self. But that happens when you take the time and you do the work and you're willing to really participate not only in self-care, but in the larger world around you, okay? A little bit heavy, but it's really worth doing. And that's your horoscope for the week and your homework. If you want more woo, please hit me up on social media. I'm at Jessica Lanyato on Twitter and Instagram and Facebook and check out my website at lovelanyato.com. Thanks so much. I'll talk to you next week. Thank you so much to both Aditi and Jessica for being our gracious guests. And remember, you can go listen to Self-Care Sundays because you're obviously someone who enjoys podcasts about self-care and such. You can also find me on Instagram at jericho.mandibur and DM me with your hopes and dreams. And you can also follow at Girlboss Radio for all the updates from the network, including this show. And you can use the hashtag self-servicepodcast to share some more love. Oh, and speaking of sharing more love you can rate and review and share this show too which really helps our ranking which helps people find us okay bye